You're listening to the Morphology Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Morphology Podcast, aka Murph here to share interviews about biking experiences from cyclists who have pedaled to places all over. Each week we will get to know new people and explore new destinations to ride your bike. As you listen to these adventures, you may wonder, why haven't I done that yet? Well, on the show this week, I have a very special guest, someone I have spent the last almost 60 days with as I have been biking across the United States with Jenny Lorenz. Hello. How are you? I am absolutely fabulous. Yes. And I already know that because I spend 24 hours a day with you. So I really (laughs) know kind of, I hate to say it, but all a lot about you. Yeah. More than you ever wanted to. More than I ever wanted to. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? We're still friends, right? Yeah. (laughs) No fists have have, uh, been raised yet. Yeah. So So this is uh, another recap of what's been happening here on the road as we are biking across the United States. And here we are on day 56, and we're waiting out some thunderstorms. So we thought, why not get on the podcast, do a little recording so that all the fans out there can find out what's going on. Yeah. And we have just passed into the state of Florida, which is our last state of eight. I mean, this is just mind blowing. Yeah, it's hard to believe that we've gone almost all the way across the country. Yeah. What are the what are the current stats as far as total so far? Well, as of yesterday, as of day 55, we um, have pedaled over 22,606 miles. Wow. We have gained in elevation and catch this. Okay. Over 80,436 feet. Wow. I don't even know what we could like connect that with because isn't um mount everest like twenty eight thousand feet 20 yeah 24 or 25 or something like that yeah i think it's in that in that neck of the woods wow so if you if you um uh translate eighty thousand plus feet in climb that is over 15 miles straight up wow so yeah it's 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 a big number wow i was gonna say that's really awesome jenny but then i'm like wait a minute i've done it too oh yeah everybody's (laughs) done it all of us oh that's awesome well uh for people who maybe haven't tuned in um we are riding across the united states and we're also doing it as a fundraiser for the alzheimer's association can you give just a short synopsis of the why because you are the person that put this uh, in front of all of us and said, this is what I want to do. Will you join me? And I was like, not only yes, but hell yes. But give the listeners a little bit about the why. Well, um, I just retired from my career um, in January. And a thing that has been on my bucket list for a long, long time was to ride my bike across the country. Mm -hmm. I've always been for decades an avid cyclist and um, so I wanted to ride my bike across the country and my mother is currently suffering from Alzheimer's Um, in fact we had to put her in hospice just right before I left on this trip Mm -hmm. and um, so I thought well why not marry the uh, ride across the country my love for cycling with then the opportunity to give back and make a difference and so um, 
that's where then we, my vision was that we could ride across the country mm-hmm. and all the while uh, raise money for Alzheimer's along the way. So that's kind of the why behind it. Awesome. And to make memories. I mean, you know, we're doing this with really good friends and um, a trip like this has been just epic. Mm -hmm. And to date, we have raised over $27,000 for the Alzheimer's Association. That money goes directly to them. And um, we are super, super proud. I think we should, should we do a little pat on our own backs? Yeah, let's do that. Like all the people out there that have donated, we have to say a huge thank you because it's been awesome. And we also have had events along the way. Uh, Just this morning, we had the Pensacola, Florida Alzheimer's chapter join us, um, do some photos. And a little bit later today, Jenny's going to be on the news, be interviewed possibly. Yeah, they, well, and actually um, they're, I think it's, one of the towns east of here that yeah. their media is going to be contacting me to to do an interview and uh, promote us going through their area right. as we uh, descend on our final destination in St. Augustine. Right. And here we were at a park this morning getting ready for our launch and just some, you know, people who had been were in the park as well visiting because it was a Veterans Memorial Park. Um, they ended up being from Wisconsin and they joined in and thought it was a great cause and ended up uh, donating a little bit of money to yeah. us. So just stuff like that is amazing. We also should give a shout out last night here in, or I guess we're not in Pensacola anymore, but when we were in Pensacola, um, let me backtrack. We were in New Orleans partying it up at a restaurant and the people at the table next to us, there were a couple and they saw our jerseys. They were asking us questions. They thought it was really cool. Uh, Jenny gave them one of our flyers and we went on our way. We're outside unlocking our bikes and the husband came out and said, hey, you know what? I'm a member at the Pensacola Yacht Club and we would like to host you. And so last night we got to go to the Pensacola Yacht Club and had a blast. It looks yeah. very nice to, you know, feel fancy for a night. And we were, yeah, we were feeling very fancy. We did not have to wear our spandex, so <laughs> it was pretty cool. So it was beautiful too. A beautiful night, and we got to sit outside on the terrace of the yacht club and see all the the marina with all the beautiful sailboats. Yeah. And yeah, it was so it was amazing. Chris Gonsolin and his wife. We have to give them a huge shout out. So that was yeah. pretty awesome. And anybody out there who also is a member of a yacht club give us a call we'd we'd love to hang out there in the next couple days so um okay so I wanted to just like you and I have been talking a couple times you know not to get super deep but like things we've noticed as we have been biking across the United States so I wanted to take a few minutes to point out you know some serious things and also some pretty funny things so you go first well um I think one of the things that I've noticed that's more serious and less funny is just the natural beauty of the different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we've uh, moved through the states from California and now Florida, the terrain, the just the the foliage, you know, just the um, environment in general is so drastically different from area yeah. to area. And but the beauty is spectacular no matter where we've been. Right. And I and I think that um, you don't really have an appreciation for it as you drive. Mm-hmm. But when you ride a bike and you have an opportunity to see it 
up close and personal mm-hmm. and um, you just you just don't see those types of things in a car. And that's something that has really impacted me is just how, you know, all of the the states have their own beauty mm-hmm. in some way. And, you know, going into this, I thought, oh, I'm going to hate blah, blah, blah state right. because it's going to be boring and long and whatever. And I have not felt that way at all. Mm-hmm. Every state has its own unique beauty. And it's just been, you know, mind blowing for me to be able to experience that up close. Yeah. and And every state also has its own kind of like, culture yeah. you know like you go to some states and everybody has kind of a different accent and you you know when you see the buildings they all have kind of different architecture mm-hmm. and yeah for sure that part's pretty cool and you know it's obvious or maybe it's not obvious but the route that we're on we're using the adventure cycling route and so we're on a lot of less traveled roads so we really get to see things that you don't see when you know like we're from Iowa so when you're on interstate 80 that's not a good indication of what Iowa is all about so not at all or you know we always kind of give Nebraska a hard time because it's so (laughs) flat and boring but I'm sure there's lots of Nebraska that you know oh gosh if anyone's listening from Nebraska I'm sorry I'm sorry We love Nebraska. But keep in mind, it's all, all we see of Nebraska is I-80, yeah. which is not good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So I definitely agree with you. Uh, what other things have you noticed? Um, I, well, I think that the thing, one of the things that surprised me as we were in the very Western states was the fact that I'm pretty sure the vast majority of the population in the Western states work for some sort of law enforcement. Yes. <laughs> Either Border Patrol or Highway Patrol or County Sheriffs or all. It seemed like every other vehicle we would see on the roads out there, especially in the areas close to the border, were all some sort of law enforcement. That just blew my mind. Yeah. And even um, we've been staying at RV parks all along. And a lot of those RV parks were full of Border Patrol or Sheriff's vehicles and I think we asked the one guy who pulled over to see if we were okay. Mm-hmm. We asked him what the deal was. And he's like, well, it's, you know, it's hard to find property, especially if you're only doing border patrol for a year and then you'll get, you know, a somewhere else. transfer somewhere else. So it's just easier to, you know, live mobile. So yeah. I, I agree. That was a very interesting. Made us feel safe in the, in yeah. the uh, mobile home or uh, in the, RV parks, RV parks, yeah. Because we had law enforcement everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's another one, and this one will make us laugh. But <laughs> um, I've never been to a Dollar General before. M- me either. Before this trip. And now we actually have like a song and a dance and a motion because there's a Dollar General like every couple miles, it seems. <laughs> I've like, never had an idea that there were so many Dollar General no. stores in the United States. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, the, we see the sign from a mile away and we do our, oh my gosh, you know, another <laughs> Dollar General. And we've been in them now. And I, I'm not disappointed. No, I, I go I in there. It was, I, it's yeah. all brand name stuff. I find the soda that I drink. We. You know, we're all obsessed with Pringles right now, and we can restock on Pringles at Dollar General and get our baby Snickers for the baby freezer. Snickers and Skittles. And so, Dollar General, they're all doing the real it right. health food that we use to fuel our bodies <laughs> yes, throughout the ride. Exactly. 
But um, I should have Googled before we got on the podcast to find out exactly how many Dollar Generals there are in the United States, because I feel like we've seen a significant number of them. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. So that's a big one. And then the other one that is mind-blowing to me are floss sticks. Yes. So everybody knows what a floss stick is. It's a little plastic handheld device with a piece of floss and you literally pick your teeth, right? And then I would guess most people would then throw it away in a trash can. Like in their bathroom or, after they floss their teeth. Yes, you know, or, or leave it in the cup holder in their car. But yeah. no, we have seen multiple floss st- sticks every day on the highway, in gas station parking lots, in our on campgrounds. The, on the sidewalks. Yeah, everywhere. Wherever. It's crazy. Yeah. There was a day a couple days ago, because of course, you know, as we're riding, we're trying to entertain ourselves. So one of us will yell, floss stick. And then, you know, like, oh my God, that's one. But there was a stretch of highway. And maybe it's kind of a, you know, maybe the person is driving to work and does the same thing every day. You know, they floss their teeth and then throw their floss stick out the window. Because we saw... I don't know, a dozen, maybe too many, but more than more than we saw dead armadillos. Yes, that is true. (laughs) We see more floss sticks than dead armadillos. So I guess if you're a floss stick user, please use the trash can when you're done with it. Yeah. And that kind of actually brings me my thoughts to another thing that's amazed me in a sad way. Um, I talked about the beauty that we've seen across the country. But then it's also been just mind-boggling the amount of trash. Oh gosh! That's yes. you know, it's like what? Oh, I'm just going to put my trash bag in my car, and then I guess I'll just throw it out the window on the side of the road right here. Right. And it's crazy. I just, it doesn't. It's beyond my comprehension the fact that people do that, and and not only just like a bag of trash, but oh, I don't a need couch? this couch anymore. <laughs> Or I don't, I'm not going to use this mattress anymore. So I will just throw it out the window right. on the side of the road. Right. So it's really sad and compels me to want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, maybe maybe there's a future in being able to do something about that on a wide scale. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. But you're right. The volume of trash is just sad and mind-blowing yeah. because it's every inch of every mile that we have been on Mm -hmm. and it's yeah it's crazy yeah and that kind of brings me to the other thing that I think has been crazy uh, as we tour across the United States is the volume of abandoned homes or abandoned businesses yeah where buildings and yeah just literally you know I I don't know the story or the background of why that happened but it's everywhere so people just you know they maybe they have a dream they open a business and then I don't know what happens but they just leave the business the windows get broken out and Mm -hmm. vandalized and it was especially bad out west too yeah more more so out west and and I'm sure COVID probably had some impact on you know a lot of those businesses but and then as we moved east and then we got into the states where the hurricanes you know, recent hurricanes have impacted people. And I am, I'm sure some of that is a result of, right of that as well. But yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's been, um, 
it's sad to see all of these businesses and buildings and homes just abandoned. Right. And I also think, you know, to the future, like what's going to happen is, are they just going to get overgrown or will there be some entity that comes in and thinks that land is worth, you know, doing something new on, but I don't know. I don't know the answer, but it's just like kind of breaks your heart. Yeah, it does. So, okay. Um, and then I guess the only other thing that isn't sad, but it's um, it made our adventure pretty exciting was the volume of tire punctures. Yeah. Like crazy. And Due in part to all the trash and debris on yes, the roads. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like to the truck drivers or pickup drivers that just have random screws that they throw out the window. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all riding bikes that are tubeless, which means that um, the tires themselves have fluid in it. And as your tire punctures, if it's small enough, that fluid will fill the hole and then somehow morph from liquid to solid and seal itself. So we've probably had hundreds of punctures, but that we've had to pull over and fix um, probably in the 30, th- more yeah. than 30, yeah. if you count all of us. So. Well, and I even had to have one of my tires replaced because yeah. the one puncture was too big to even plug. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. So we have passed through seven states. Let's do a... Well, we're in our eighth. We are in our eighth state. Yes. You're right. So let's do a rapid fire of like some high level... Highlights. Okay. So first up, California. What do you remember about California? The the most impressive thing I remember about California were the Imperial Sand Dunes. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. I felt like we were on the set of Star Wars. Yes. Like it was crazy. And the pictures we took to do, do not do it justice. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I it's but it was so mind blowing just the amount of sand that was out there. And to see those buggies flying around yeah. and those you know, whatever those ATV type of yeah. things that people are in. It's look super fun. Yes, I agree. Okay, Arizona. Well, I think um, the just the amount of law enforcement that we started to see mm-hmm. <laughs> was mind blowing to me. And then uh, we had our days off in Tempe. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple of rest days there and, and we stayed at an RV park that it had a large population of retirees <laughs> that uh, were incredibly friendly yes. and brought, took us under their wings and wanted to get involved and donate and yes. buy t-shirts. And so that was really amazing. Yes. They were, yes, very, a very friendly crew. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, next is... New Mexico. Yeah, I would say the other thing... Did we see the border when we were in Arizona? Or was that more New Mexico? I think that was New Mexico. Okay, so New yeah. Mexico, that was my takeaway from that state, was seeing the border and realizing how much effort was put into creating it and how much effort is put into protecting it. Um, yeah, the border wall was crazy. I mean, crazy. it just goes on forever. Yeah. It's like, And then wow. there's also... Miles and miles where there is nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> no border mm-hmm. wall, no patrol. I'm sure there's all kinds of secret stuff happening. But anyway, what was your takeaway from New Mexico? 
Well, I was so pleasantly surprised because I thought New Mexico was going to be, you know, barren desert and boring. And it was so far beyond that. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. And it was hilly. Yeah, we climbed some big, big hills in New Mexico. In fact, uh, the biggest climb was Emory Pass and we were up over 8200 feet. Yes. So that was a big day. And um, the, all of that climbing, it was it was like being in the switchbacks in the Rockies. It was beautiful and uh, in Colorado. And so I just, I really loved New Mexico. Yes, yes, me too. I thought that was a beautiful state. Yeah. Um, okay, Texas, we got to spend all kinds of time in Texas. Texas is big. 21 days. 21 days of cycling in Texas. Wow. Yeah. Basically a third of our trip. Yeah, the first, you're right. you know, until we hit Texas, it was about a third of the way. And then we spent a third of this trip in Texas. Wow. <laughs> so. And a, a highlight for me was, you know, the hill country was beautiful. And then also my brother lives in Austin. So we had the chance to hang out with them and just, you know, being able to see family. And uh, that was my one chance to sleep in a real bed for a, yeah. a small amount of time. So that was a big highlight for me. So shout out to the uh, Austin Murphys. Yeah, same for me. My brother lives in Fort Worth. And he and my my niece and nephew drove down and spent a couple of days in Austin with us. And so I got to see family as well and um, had just an absolute ball. Austin's a great city, so much to do there. And uh, it was nice that we had a couple a couple of days in our schedule that we were off the bike and got to enjoy family and enjoy the city. And we have to give a huge shout out to Jan and Marshall Cohen. They uh, are Texas natives. Actually, I think one is a transplant, one's a native, but they are Texans. And they came to visit us, brought us dinner, brought us jerseys. They are very passionate about Alzheimer's Association as well. So shout out to those guys. They have been our cheerleaders all the way throughout this trip. So yeah, that was it's awesome. been amazing. And yeah, brought us snacks yeah. and all kinds of stuff to keep us fueled and keep us going for the rest of the ride. So it's yes. been... Yes, and put been... us up in a hotel for a night. Yeah. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. about that. Okay, Louisiana. This was awesome. I can't even start to say it. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, Jazz Fest we happened to be going on Crazy in New Orleans. Coincidence. J- we, we did not a, plan it. Nope. Wasn't planned. Had no idea. In fact, when we were starting to try to find RV parks, everything was full and people were saying, oh, you're never going to find a place because it's Jazz Fest, Jazz Fest. And we're like, what? What? Is that's going on yeah, now? Yeah. So as it turned out, a day off the bike um, was the day that The Who we're yes. playing at Jazz Fest that night. So we got tickets, went to Jazz Fest. I had a fr- I have a friend that lives in New Orleans. He arranged for us to meet up with his group. Uh, they had a party right outside the gates of yes. Jazz Fest. So we had a place to land, have a couple cocktails before we went in, a place to go afterwards. And uh, so shout out to Andre and his buddies for setting that up for us because it was uh, an amazing add to our already amazing day. Yes, it was great. I love Louisiana. Just the, you know, the culture, the feel, the food, the food, uh, pedaling through New Orleans was really cool. I, I did some uh, reels and some videos. So if you happen to be an Instagrammer, go to Morphology Podcast and you'll see some of the stuff that we went through. It was just awesome. I tell so. you what, if I lived there, I would weigh 900 pounds. 
It's the food. <laughs> the food is so good. It is. It is. That is true. Yeah. Okay. Mississippi. Oh man, this was another beautiful state. Yeah, I think my highlight from from Mississippi was uh, the time we spent literally riding along the beach on the Gulf. Oh yeah, beautiful white sand. The water's spectacular. It was so awesome, and so I, I had no idea that the beaches were that big there. Yeah, I agree. It was beautiful, and we were on really nice roads as far as uh, traffic separating the bikes. Mm-hmm. So that was that was so awesome. That white sand was just beautiful yeah, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So we didn't spend too much time in Mississippi, and even less time in Alabama, mm-hmm. but still had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see the Florabama sign. Yeah, the Florabama, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, somehow we, I don't recall the name of the park, Gulf State Park maybe? I, I'm i am sure I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. But, you know, it's beautiful, flat, water, and then we go through this park and all of a sudden, you know, the trees part and we're way up high. Yeah. Beautiful view. There was all kinds of history. I can't remember what, you know... 13,000 years ago, blah, 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 happened there. Yeah, so. well, they talked about the fact that 13,000 years ago, the the shoreline was right where oh, we yes, were. Oh, yes, that's right. And, you know, over the years, it's receded, and now it's, you know, a mile away or whatever. But yeah. it, was, it was really cool. It was beautiful. And then we're leaving that overlook, and there were two women who were just kind of on a social ride. And they said, oh, my gosh, you guys have to go to a restaurant bar called the Gulf. And so we did. And that was an amazing recommendation. Yeah. I wish I would have gotten their names. Yeah, me too. We gave them a card. Maybe they'll maybe they'll donate. And yeah, they'll be able to figure out who they are. Right. So them. the Gulf was an outdoor indoor restaurant, beautiful views of water, beaches, big boats, it, all around, it was mm-hmm. really, really cool. And the food was amazing. Yeah, that's I had right. a poke bowl there that was to die for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And the, you know, we've been making a list that of things that we need to do, and we've crossed off most of them. But one of the big ones, Jenny, is we want to see an alligator. Yes, and not a dead one on no, the road. We've that, seen like, dead alligators. We've seen but... those, but we want to see a live one, and yeah. we haven't seen one yet. And yeah. I'm very sad about that. I'm I'm guessing as we get further into Florida and swampy lands. I don't know. I'm sure yeah. that they're around here somewhere. Yeah. So that brings us to here we are in Florida and we've only been here for a couple of days and you know we've already talked about the Pensacola Yacht Club and hopefully the skies will clear today and the thunderstorms will be done so we can get some more riding in. Um, but we do need to point out that along with all of us that have been riding, we have had some amazing support drivers that we need to give a quick shout out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our first uh, driver that actually made the trip in the bus or in the RVs down um, with the crew was Ron, Ron Mikola. He uh, drove for uh, the from the beginning out in San Diego until Tempe. He and he's the one who had to deal with all the the uh, little mishaps that the RV yes. was having at the time. <laughs> we had a, a few mechanical issues, yes. and poor Ron had to bird dog all of those <laughs> things and figure out how to keep the thing running. And he also, we ended up going through a huge snowstorm in Arizona, and he had to drive this 35-foot RV towing a vehicle, and somehow we made it safely. So yeah. shout out to Ron. And then our second driver was Tag Musel, and he was 
as awesome. He got us to where we were going and um, the route took us on some pretty crazy roads, like yeah. some one lane, you know, going down over water and low hanging limbs. And he, well, and he was driving when we were doing all the climbing in New Mexico. Yes. So. And he weathered all of that and did an amazing job. So thank you, Tag. And thank you to his wife for letting him come along with us for over a month. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. And then our current driver, our current driver, Ed. Um, so he joined in. Where did we pick up Ed? Let's see. I can't remember exactly. We sent Tag home from Austin. Austin. Yeah. So yeah, we picked up Ed. And so Ed is also with us more than a month. Yes. And so he's trucking along, keeping us on the straight and narrow, making sure we're getting to where we're going every day. And we're super, super thankful and feel blessed to have Ed supporting us as well. Yes. And then these last couple of weeks, we have a second RV joining us. Uh, Rob, who was on the route at the beginning of the trip, has returned, but he has brought his RV. So his wife, Joanne, is our second support driver because now we have enough people biking that we need two vehicles to cart our bikes around. So thank you, Joanne, for doing that. And uh, we're really lucky because they brought along their dog, Bailey, and we're, we're missing our dog so much. So it's really nice to have uh, them around. So... Okay, Jenny, so to wrap things up, um, if people are listening to this and, you know, maybe they haven't donated yet and they have a spot in their heart for Alzheimer's, you know, they know somebody, can they go and donate still? Of course. Um, There's a couple of ways that you can get to us. Um, I believe the easiest way is to go to either our Facebook page or our Instagram page at Team Biking to Remember. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are links then within our uh, pages. Like the about section yeah, or in the, the bio. In the bio or the about section to uh, click on the Alzheimer's. And that takes you to directly to the Alzheimer's site where you can donate directly to Alzheimer's. Or you can go to the Alzheimer's site. Um, it's www.alz.org, I believe. And then if you click on the longest day link there, our fundraiser is part of the longest day promotions. Um, and then search on Team Biking to Remember, mm-hmm. then you can find us there as well. Mm-hmm. So. And we did test it out one night that if you just want to Google at Team Biking to Remember, all of those resources come up. So yeah. that's just one other way to do it. So. And last question. So we get done, right? You know, May 14th, rah, rah, we hit the ocean, we celebrate. Um, What do you think you're going to do when you get back home? Well, I'm going to spend some time sorting through our finances for the trip, (laughs) (laughs) figuring out how much this thing really costs us. Which on a side note, we are accepting uh, logistics (laughs) donations as well. And then, and then after I get done crying for a few days, then, (laughs) then, uh, no, in all seriousness, um, just, I, I'm super looking forward to collaborating together on a recap video that we can, you know, be able to, um, have to remember the whole adventure by and, and show people and post on our site and post, you know, give to the Alzheimer's people as well. And I'm looking forward to that. Um, and we're going to have a celebration event mm-hmm. when we get back as well and and give away some um, some prizes and still do a final push for fundraising. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen um, when we get back to, to town in Cedar Rapids mm-hmm. shortly after we return. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. And uh, we appreciate all the listeners out there who have been supporting us on this uh, adventure of a lifetime. Truly an adventure of a lifetime. All right. Thanks, Jenny. Thank you. Well, listeners, that's it for this week. If you're interested in learning more about my bike tour across the U.S., go to my website, which is morphologypodcast.com, and click on the tab labeled Murph's Biking the U.S. Email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com if you have a topic or the name of a cyclist you find interesting. Support my podcast at patreon.com slash morphology and visit both my Facebook and Instagram pages for daily entertainment. Also, a quick shout out to Simmons Electric for sponsoring this episode. I have more great episodes in the pipeline, so I hope you continue to be a Murphology Podcast listener. Thank you. Thank you.